Uh, I saw a uh, a picture of a strip club in Vegas, and it was oh, I'll need to find it. Advertising coronavirus free lap dances. Was it Little Darlings? Yes. Yeah. How did you know? I think I saw that on the Twitters. Made me laugh. I don't see how they can promise that. It is the best kind of lap dance to get, though. I found the second best kind of lap dance being a coronavirus infected lap dance. <laughs> right. Because there's only two kinds. <laughs> there's probably some gray areas. Like, yeah, eh, like, maybe you have a very minor, minor viral load, but you're testing negative or something. Right. Like maybe she's shedding virus, but it's like probably not really going to get on you. Yeah. Yeah sexy when you put it that way makes me want to get a lap dance really bad hey baby you shedding virus (laughs) well i think that's the pre-show Howdy, it's Tuesday, April 7th, 2020, and this is episode 123 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I'm happy to be talking about some Atlantic City just to break up the monotony of every day locked in my apartment. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, I, I live in the suburbs at least, so, you know, I can get outside a little bit. But yeah, if you're living in an urban area, like in an apartment or condo, I, I have deep sympathies for you because it's not a good time for that yeah the latest thing we got was like everyone make sure you're on the sidewalk on the right side of the street meaning like the side that Mm -hmm. car traffic goes because otherwise you're going to be passing people all the time which is exactly what happened when i took my daughter out on her scooter just to get her outside and not go totally insane the other day and was like we're all getting it yeah, it's the urban areas. There's a reason that virus spreads like crazy. Yeah. Who knew? Cities and viruses. Yeah, I didn't know there was any connection ever throughout <laughs> history, but apparently. Viruses, fires. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of stuff close together makes things happen. <laughs> business, I mean. Yes. Makes business happen. Productivity. Both, both, both probably. Yeah. So you're, uh, is it just like getting worse and worse for you every passing day? Yeah, like every other day, there's some new restriction. Like now we have to wear face coverings anytime we go for essentials. And by Mm -hmm. essentials, I mean booze. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or or groceries, I mean. At least, I think in Pennsylvania, they shut liquor stores down like way long time ago. So. Did they? I think so. That was one of the, that was exempt on their initial list, but. But, uh, well, Maryland certainly. Yeah. I mean, you heard that. Like, the first thing they did in Maryland is like, yeah, restaurants can just deliver booze now. It's fine. Uh, yeah, you can buy booze from restaurants now to go if you want to pay, like, $20 for a six-pack of Corona. That is Indeed. an option. That is what I want to do. Which, I mean, it's cheaper than buying it and sitting there and drinking it at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I think it's it's my life has gotten a little more pleasant as I've kind of gotten into the groove. But, yes, your the restrictions on you are much more draconian than the restrictions on me, so... I mean, obviously, I understand it, but it's every time a new one happens, it's like, ah. But anyway, what happened in 1923, Craig? Uh, Mayor Edward L. Bader, who you'll recognize from Bader Field, which we talked about last episode, and he was doing a lot of stuff. So first of all, he led an initiative in 1923 to construct Atlantic City High School at Albany and Atlantic Avenues. Uh, It used to be 
at a different location. Actually, there nice. was two different locations. So this was the third location. It's the one it was at the longest. Opened to students on September 17th, 1923, and it was there for 71 years, long enough for friend of the show, Dr. Dave, to go to Atlantic City High School at that school. So he was there somewhere in that 71-year period. <laughs> Probably towards the later end. I'm guessing yes. Uh, so constructed at a cost of over $1.75 million. Over $1.75 million. Uh, it included a 1,000-seat auditorium and a 6,000-pipe organ, because if we know anything about Atlantic City, they love them some pipe organs. They cannot get enough. The high school is now on Great Island, moved in 1994. Yeah. Still in Albany, though. Still in Albany. Still, Albany yeah. If you come in the city that way, which I used to frequently do when I went to the Hilton, you'd go right by it. But yes, it's much farther away from downtown than it was before. Yeah, it used to be like right by Knife and Fork. So it's like... Bam, yeah, right where Stockton is now, right? Yeah. Uh, so in November of 1923, Bader initiated a public referendum during the general election, and residents approved the construction of a convention center, which we know as Boardwalk Hall. So I think Mayor Bader's legacy, lasting legacy on Atlantic City, is pushing through multiple giant pipe organ projects or projects mm -hmm. that are related to giant pipe organs. That's, that's how you get a... Uh... I don't know. I guess the airport named after you? The yeah. Long defunct airport? Be the master of the pipe organ. <laughs> the, no the, comment. The pipe organ. Really, you don't even need to stop at pipe. Organ? I, I get it. People get it. Uh, that's what happens when we're quarantined, self-isolating, whatever, whatever. The jokes get extra bad. That's the joke. Hey, if, I only, if I'm going to only be talking to my wife and a five-year-old and a two-year-old, the jokes on here are going to get real bad and my mind's gonna be really in the gutter here's the jokes i hear all day long 100 percent of the time i'd be a little concerned if your kids were telling pipe organ no. jokes oh that'd be great <laughs> holden are you cold i not cold i holden that's it <laughs> like okay great thanks same joke over and over and over again that's what people like this is what the people like crowd real cloud clara real cl crowd pleaser yep this is what I happens mean, when we record the show at 10 p.m the good thing is that you are only hurting yourself and not me right now, so. Because oh, yes. <laughs> you're the one doing the editing. Yes. So. Yeah. And not at work either, which sucks. Yeah. Terrible. All right. So I don't know if anyone has heard this, but the casinos are actually closed in Atlantic City. What? We can't go? Yeah. Uh. So we, we spoke last episode about our trip to Atlantic City, which was Thursday through Saturday. Sort of. We could say it was Thursday to Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> there was always at least one of us in Atlantic City on all the way from Thursday to Saturday. Absolutely. Uh, and they actually ended up shutting down the casinos on Tuesday. Is that right? The Tuesday after we left? I Wednesday? I believe so. I think it was the 17th. Is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So three weeks ago today, they shut the casinos down. And I think at the time we would have guessed it wouldn't have lasted three weeks. But now... I would have I thought like three weeks and then... That open it, open open it back, it back up. up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what everyone was saying. Even the NBA, they were like, we're going to shut down for 30 days and then we'll be back. But what fools we were. Indeed. How little we knew. So, yeah, the casinos were, uh, were shut down. Uh, a couple of things that happened is, you know, a lot of casinos are or did like maybe starting a couple days after the casinos closed down started doing layoffs which is actually 
I think generally considered a good thing to do because it allows people to take advantage of unemployment, given the fairly generous unemployment benefits that are out there right now. Um, let me know if you disagree. Most of them did pay for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now they basically said we can't keep doing that. And I think pretty much everybody's laying off or has already laid off their employees. Right. But given the situation, I mean, I know maybe not for casino workers, but I know plenty of people in plenty of jobs where it is much better for them to be laid off than to, you know, stay on the rolls and just get your hours cut down to basically nothing. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess is it like a health insurance versus income thing? (laughs) I don't know all the ins and outs of what you get while you're on unemployment insurance. Well, you probably get COBRA regardless, right? So, yeah, you would have some whatever health insurance. I, I would think I'm, I'm not a whatever employment lawyer or whatever you would need to be HR executive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what else is happening. So just today, Governor Murphy said he's extending the state of emergency another 30 days. So it ended, I think it either ends today or tomorrow, the, the initial 30 days. Um, so now it's going to go through either May 8th or May 9th, depending on when this officially starts. But it doesn't necessarily mean all the stay-at-home measures and casino closures and non-essential business closures will go until May 8th or 9th. I would guess probably will mean that. <laughs> but, you know, if suddenly this this thing gets curbed very fast somehow, which seems impossible, uh, they could open stuff up. It's just that this gives them the powers necessary to make all these draconian measures continue through May 8th or 9th. So... I would expect that you can bank on that continuing. Uh, yeah, I would think so. I mean, so do you, uh, when do you think it's going to open? Did we, did we talk about this last episode? I don't even remember. Yeah, I think, I think you said, I think you said late April and I said May 1st or the other way around. I can't remember. We were were both way off. Absolute fools. There's just no chance. Um, I mean, I think there's going to be a real appetite to try to figure out some way to do a limited opening for Memorial Day weekend. Which seems like a potential like disaster, just in terms of a ton of. Pe- it's a huge weekend, and a ton of people are gonna <laughs> want to go. <laughs> my my expectation is that it will be open in some capacity by Memorial Day. Yes, I agree. I I even think maybe a, a week or two before that. But the good news is, is it seems like the numbers are getting a little better right now. I mean, at least the infection numbers not the death numbers that are going to continue to go up for a little bit but yeah i mean i think one thing that it's it's really important to remember is like right now the infection numbers are from things that happened like a week or two ago and the death numbers are from you know three or four weeks ago or whatever (laughs) right so they say it's you know seven days probably to get from contact to symptoms and then seven days to get test results so you're looking at as much as two weeks from like when people are actually contracting the virus. So the the numbers that are going up, I, I feel like the reporting on this has just been horrible, but <laughs> like they haven't really been, they're only talking about like counting stats in terms of like number of cases. They're not talking about like percentage of tests that are coming back positive. They're not really talking about people, the number of people who have recovered, which I think is happening more now. You're getting more talk about that. You know, I used to be vaguely journalism related. I have a journalism degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to teach journalism to undergraduate college students 
And just from that standpoint, like the the reporting on it has been infuriating in some ways, just because there's not been a lot of clear explanation about what a positive test that comes out today means. Because I think people really look at it and say like, oh my goodness, this many people are getting it today. And that's not really true. And so especially when you're in this period where it had been less than two weeks until they instituted all these more forced social distancing measures, the increased positives were definitely going to happen. They just didn't mean all that much. So now, since we're over two weeks in that, you should start to see it like flatten out and decline. At least, I mean, that's my understanding. (laughs) Well, Um, and I think we are starting to see that a little bit. So, yes, at least, at least the rate is the rate of infection is going down, even if perhaps the number isn't. But yeah, I think things look good. But I have two things to say. I mean, one, I agree with you. I think the reporting out there on it has not been good or clear or, you know, I don't think. There should be any expectation that people can kind of figure out what's going on from what's been said. But the second thing I have to say is probably people aren't listening to this podcast for coronavirus information. So (laughs) I will promise, like, I'm done talking about coronavirus for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Well, I'll just throw a huge hat tip out to Phil States, who's one of the big listeners to uh, all the podcasts, who is is. His Facebook is, is, is a doctor. Yes. Yeah. It has been incredibly clear about all this stuff. Like the best explanation I've seen anywhere um, has yeah. been on his Facebook. So, you know, one of the five people I follow is Nate Silver. I think he's done a pretty good job of trying to break things down in his usual Nate Silver way. So if you have any interest, he's someone I'd suggest following. I, so I actually, I disagree with you. I don't think that they'll be open by Memorial Day because just because I think that it's too much of an attractive, like I, I don't think they can afford to have as many people who, as would be in Atlantic City. At Memorial Day, I would think it'll come a little bit after that. Don't get me wrong. I don't necessarily think they should. I suspect that other things like the idea of of fans at sporting events or concerts or something like that is going to be like much farther out in the future than that. But I think there's going to be a very large temptation for them to open it up just because of monetary reasons. And, you know, we both know what what drives the... (laughs) At least the governments of, of New Jersey and apparently Nevada. Yeah, I can't remember if I was talking to our friend Dave or somebody else today, but I was saying, like, if any governments are corrupt enough or, you know, single-minded enough in their pursuit of gambling dollars to make sure these things open despite all warnings against it, uh, New Jersey and Nevada definitely <laughs> are the two governments. So. Yes. My, my expectation is places like Maryland, Pennsylvania, they will probably not have open casinos by then, yeah. but... Yeah, I would think New Jersey and Nevada. I think they will. So would you like to put $5 on it? Uh, Sure, let's do it. So $5 Memorial Day. I say no Memorial Day. Uh, so what does it have to be both? New Jersey and Nevada? Or are we just no, New just, Jersey? No, just, just AC. This is an Atlantic okay. City podcast. Okay. Good. Perfect. I'm, I'm going to forget. $5. Book it. Okay. Put it on the spreadsheet. I feel like we should be doing more than $5 on these bets, but you know. No, $5. <laughs> I'm not made of money. <laughs> we talked about how my last trip was. <laughs> What else is going on in Atlantic City? Not much. Not much. Not a whole lot. The boardwalk is open. It sounds like they have no plans of closing it, which I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea, but... Yeah, I mean, like, it was pretty nice today. Route 40 posted a picture of the beach and there's, like, yeah. t- tweeted out. There's just not that many people out there. Yeah, like, people I can't imagine there's job. people there, so it's probably fine, so... Yeah. CRDA is apparently helping or planning to help non-casino businesses with $2 million in aid. This just came out uh, a few hours ago, actually. David Danzis from the Press of Atlantic City tweeted this. Um, It's going to be doled out in $5,000 grants. So I'm assuming that means $405,000 grants based on just the math. Uh, So all the applications already in. They got over 1,000 applications for this money. 
um, it's going to go to not just Atlantic City, but all of Atlantic County small businesses. So hopefully, you know, that helps a little bit. I know just businesses have got to be hit especially hard around there and in tourist areas where can't be good. Yeah. They're all relying on people coming into Atlantic city, gambling, leaving the casinos, doing things other than gambling. Well, it probably hasn't (laughs) gone well the last 40 years. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, any any other thoughts on that before we get into February data? Uh, not really. It seems kind of, chintzy to me but yeah i mean we're yeah five thousand dollars doesn't seem like all that much it's not a whole lot (laughs) i mean i guess if you're you know you have a really small business like a really small business not like what the federal government defines as a small business (laughs) but like you know a hardware store like a tiny shop somewhere you're closed uh and you've got to pay the rent like that makes a huge difference probably so february data five saturdays in february we should start with that qualification just an incredibly rare thing to happen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to have a five Saturday February right. because five Saturday February we talked about we this before, right? Once every, once every twenty eight years. years. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the math worked out on that. So this is going to be like a really high point in the data, like great stuff. And then in just a few days, we'll get the March data, and it's. I mean, there will be interesting stuff to talk about because of the like online data and stuff. But February, any thoughts? You've looked at the data: two hundred eighteen million dollars total brick and mortar revenue. 11% year-over-year gains. That seems pretty good. Yeah. It it looks... Well, except extra Saturday again. <laughs> it, frankly, it, it looks strong to me. I think it looks good. I mean, even with, with the fifth Saturday in there, I think that the numbers are still good. I think January and February are both good. I mean, yeah. you bet it kind of doesn't matter anymore, but... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really weird. Tony Rodeo posted a thing on YouTube that was like it for... Caesar's employees, except it was posted is, on YouTube. Is that is that good, by the way? Because I've I've seen that waiting in our like to be approved, and I'm like, it's probably could be interesting depending on what it is. But I haven't actually watched the video, so I haven't approved it or not approved it. He doesn't really say anything. I mean, he basically like thanks the workers for doing their part and and that kind of stuff to, for like social mm-hmm. distancing, and basically says they're gonna like wait this out until it's safe. Um, except they also want to open as yes. as soon as it's safe. <laughs> whatever that means and but he does say that the first two months of the year were so were really really good by a lot of different measures for them mm-hmm. um both in terms of i think like just generally against their previous years and also against their competitors i mean i think that was probably the most interesting thing he said but yeah i mean just the fact that it, the first two months were really good for atlantic city and you know obviously he's talking about caesar specifically and now we're just going to get this major crash in march and april and probably may uh it's you know it's disappointing although it's well the least of kind of you know casino revenue is like the least of concerns economically (laughs) it's what we talk about though right i mean that's 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 kind of our thing but uh i i suspect even let's say casinos open in the middle of may i suspect revenues are not going to be what they were for quite a long time nor should they be frankly yeah, and I, initially when they closed, I was thinking people are going to be knocking down the doors to go to the casinos, and now I think that... No, I don't think so. Now that the education about it is better, like, there's more understanding about asymptomatic people and about, you know, we said we're not going to talk about coronavirus, or you did, but here we are. I, I think people are going to be more wary of it. So, I, I mean, I agree. I think, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about, like, is this really going to change the world, like, this experience we're all going through right now, and... And I read a good article today or yesterday, actually, that said it's not going to change anything. It's not going to cause anything to happen that wouldn't have happened anyway. It's just going to accelerate kind of all of the trends that we've been seeing. So 
like we've talked a lot about how more and more stuff's going online or whatever. I think, I think maybe it's more like when things, let's say truly get back to normal and in 12 months or, or whenever, when we get a vaccine, things are maybe going to be more like they would have been 10 years from now in terms of like brick and mortar versus internet as compared to like what we would have expected now, you know, when that comes along. So, yeah, I mean, I think we can talk a little bit about internet once we knock out some, some data stuff, but Mm -hmm. just really quickly, I mean, February for some reason is almost always better than January. I'm not really sure why that is, but (laughs) so again, we saw that it's, it was 13.7% better than January. Um, some of the notable numbers, Ocean, $20.8 million, which was 51% over their previous January, uh, previous February. So that's, uh, a huge number for them. And again, I think a pretty reasonable number overall. Like if you had said when they first opened $20.8 million in a February, they would have said, okay, not amazing, but fine. <laughs> uh, which is a, a big jump from where they started at. Borgata, $57.6 million. Hard Rock, 24 million, both were up 13.7, which is interesting, both the same amount year over year. So that's kind of interesting that they landed at the same place. Uh, everyone was up year over year, except for Bally's, who was down 5.7%. It's kind of interesting. They were $12 million, a distant, distant last, almost $2.5 million behind resorts. So, you know, we saw, what was it, January, where they had that mega jackpot that put them in the tens, right? And, it, and that, mm-hmm. so that looked really ugly, but... Even without that, this month they're still bringing up the rear, and uh, the only only one down year over year in February. Like that's not a great look. So I mean, who knows what that means out of all this? Like when Caesars or El Dorado or, or whoever has had some time to to be all closed and assessing what the best plan is, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I have to say the one real standout thing to me is is the Bally's number it's still atrocious just like absolutely awful uh like you said they have no 2.5 million dollar jackpot to blame this month that number's bad it's real bad yeah i mean with every especially everyone else doing pretty well um, i mean speaking of accelerating things like let's say Bally's doesn't open back up or you know Bally's doesn't make it through the year or whatever i think that's another example of like a thing that was going to happen anyway but yeah. maybe it'll happen sooner than it would have otherwise i mean so this is a cynical view of things but i i could see a situation where companies are going to use this as an excuse to sort of try things that maybe would have been seen as very unpopular and sort of use Uh-oh. the excuse of yeah of course 100 percent. and so one of those things could be sort of caesar saying okay we're actually only going to open caesar's and harris for now and see how it goes. And if if they are seeing sort of their expectations of a chunk of people who w- would have gone to Bally's, they're getting a big portion of that just going to Caesars and Hares instead. I think that's going to be data that they would use to, <laughs> to justify <laughs> a decision. I don't know how you'd you'd figure that data out because again, I, I think it's going to be a slow ramp up. So it's not like they're just going to see, oh, well, we we're making. Well, you'd have to just compare how they're doing with the other casinos, I think. It's, yeah, it's, true. You can't it's compare cool. it to, to any of their past performances or whatever. We can see how relatively Caesars does against, you know, other casinos in the same general ballpark like Trop or, or Ocean or whatever. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think we're going to see some of that. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff that people ex- have always sort of taken for granted as being either seven days a week or 24 hours, seven days a week being much more limited and mm-hmm. and they're going to see if that is <laughs> if they can sort of fit the same number of people into fewer hours in a lot of these things 
And that's kind of a, a pessimistic view and a sucky view because a lot of sort of what's great about casino towns in general, Atlantic City, Vegas, wherever, uh, is just this ability to do things that you normally can't do at two in the morning, at two in the morning. So, but I, I have a feeling that that's going to be part of it and they're going to kind of be testing that out. And again, like you said, I expect that that was coming in the next, you know, five or 10 years anyway, like there, mm -hmm. and there were some hints of that in Vegas with some of the properties, like limiting hours much more strictly, especially the properties that weren't doing as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd be interested to see if they kind of go that route. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. You know, obviously a lot of people are out there hurting right now. I mean, especially people who work in, in retail, let's say, but, uh, it's, it's still too early to say what the long-term consequences are going to be. You know, I don't think it's going to come back right away, but, uh, we'll have to see. Uh, did did you like the change I just made to the spreadsheet? <laughs> I the spreadsheet? I did not see the change to the spreadsheet. Mm. Put something in for you. You'll probably be sad. Did you just put like a bunch of zeros? For... I did. I filled out the, the April 2020 month. Brutal. I mean, we don't know that that's the case, it's but that's, that's the, case. the case. Yeah. I mean, so one thing, one one interesting thing with the shutdown is online gambling. So we'll see this, I think, in... In March, in March, and especially yeah. April data is like, is there a huge leap in online gambling? Probably, yes, I would think. I mean, people are probably bored out of their minds right now. You know, yeah. People who, people who don't have two kids under four or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I've been doing, they smartly, Resorts and Tropicana sent out, like, I think it was $10, or no, it was $20 sign-up bonuses, no deposit. So if you had a new account, if you were not an account holder, you could sign up. Uh, Tropicana, you had to be a whatever it's called, Trap Rewards or whatever it is, member resorts, you just logged in and they gave it to you. Just 20 bucks in bonus money. You had to play through it like some ridiculous amount of time. So, you know, I got my $20 in bonus money and I lost it before I even played through enough that I could withdraw it. But it was fun to be able to play some real money, real money in quotes, I guess, video poker for a little while. Nice. Hard Rock actually did kind of a cool thing. It ended the other day, but they were giving out 10 free spins every day on one of their online slots. And so it was kind of cool. Like you always ended up like every time I did it, I ended up with somewhere between like a dollar and six dollars. But it was kind of cool just to log in and like do 10 spins. And then maybe I'd end up with like enough to play a few hands of 10 cents. <laughs> Jacks are better. One thing I actually hit a pretty nice spin and got six bucks one time. But I didn't realize that your bonus funds expire in 24 hours. So I went back. I was like putting my kid to bed. And I was like, ah, I'm going to sit here while he's trying to go to sleep and play some video poker. And then uh, my funds were gone because it had been over 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so always, if you're doing online gambling, read two things. How long you have to play your bonus funds that you get and what the playthrough requirement is. Because sometimes you, you know, especially if you're depositing money, like I didn't put yeah. in any money for any of these, but if there's a bunch of bonuses right now, like 150% deposit bonus. So you put in a hundred bucks, they'll give you 150 bucks on top of that in bonus money, which sounds great, except if you can't take out that money until you've gambled 150 times that or something, uh, you're probably not going to get much of that money out. So definitely look at, look into that. Tropicana, I think, especially made it very, very hard to find that information. Others are much better about it. So just something to keep in mind. I mean, people write about this in, in great, great depth. <laughs> I think playnj.com is, is one of the go-to sites for that stuff. There are some bonuses where they like give you a rebate. I think Tropicana did one of those too, where like if you lose 90% of your buy-in in the first week, they just give you your buy-in back. Like that's actually money that you can just withdraw, which is nice. Um, so know what your bonus is. Eric Rosenthal on 
better life is like the master of this. So <laughs> like definitely know what you're doing before you just say, Oh, 150% or hundred percent bonus and, and actually put money into any of these casinos. But I am, I haven't actually deposited, but I am very, very tempted to go play some video poker. Yeah, man, you should do it. I need to like give myself something that I have to do to like earn it. I mean, I guess not paying for daycare right now is earning a lot. <laughs> you've been, uh, you say you've been wor- wor- working out. That That's sounds true. like, like a good thing that you're doing that I'm certainly not. That yeah, I'm trying to work out five yourself. days a week. Yeah. My goodness. And it's terrible. Can't imagine. Waiting till I get the kids in bed and working out at like 10 at night after like we eat dinner, my wife watches the show, goes to bed, and then I work out. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's nuts. But I figured the opposite was just, you know, I'm getting like 1,500 steps a day. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I've, I've been walking a ton. That has basically been my, my workout. So Yeah. I mean, I usually get like 12,500 without even trying, like just on my mm-hmm. commute alone. And now I'm getting maybe a fifth of that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think, like, let's say a year ago, we're in a world where we know the March 20 results, and let's say they're down 50% from March of 19, and then you see zeros in, in April of 20. Like, do you think you ever could have come up with what the circumstance was that <laughs> caused this? Oh, man. Good question. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would have guessed probably like, like hurricane? In in March? Some sort of, yeah, that, that would be very out there. Some sort of natural disaster, right? Or like terrorist attack on atlantic city like i think that's what i would think like i never i don't think i could have put it together but close for a month like like pandemic i don't think i would have come up with like i don't i don't know even yeah even even any real even natural disaster i mean unless it's like a japan sort of you know tsunami thing i i can't imagine i can't imagine a scenario where they would be closed for a month this is the only thing tsunami i could that could have something i would have thought about i I don't think i ever would have guessed pandemic if you showed me zeros for all the casinos in april 2020 i think i probably would have guessed politics like i probably would have guessed some sort of just totally ridiculous yeah state new jersey state some sort of state city yeah where like everything shut it down down. yeah (laughs) that absolutely yeah i think that's the direction i would have gone yeah wild man yeah, this, it's crazy. I mean, it's definitely something we're going to be talking about for, you know, years and years well, and years. So. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's been talked about a little bit. Last time this happened was 100 years ago, basically. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I you don't want to talk about Marty Small <sighs> next time, man. Next time we have to pace ourselves. <laughs> There's going to be not too much news and people do not want to listen to the Atlantic City and coronavirus podcast. I promise you. Well, that's what this has been. <laughs> I'm sorry. We will do better next time. We won't do better Uh, next time. If you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners and not Craig, you can do so at our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content or buy a coronavirus free shirt at do for a win.com. Find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. Uh, Send Craig a question on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin or send him a question to do for a win at gmail.com. Any last words? We could do a mailbag episode. That would be one option. With oh, that that is a good idea to have content. Pure lack of content. Yeah, I mean, if people have questions, I mean, I think a lot of the questions are going to be related to this and what's <laughs> going to happen in the future, which we have no answers. I mean, we're right. just completely talking out of our ass. Yes. But that is no different than what we've done for every two weeks for the last five years or however long we've been. You know doing who this you stuff. shouldn't be turning to for coronavirus advice? Two earnest millennials who. <laughs> Run the Atlantic City podcast. That's a good point. Ernest, was that the adjective? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Hey, we like Atlantic City. Hey.
That's right. Uh, should we talk about Boardwalk Empire episode four? Indeed, indeed. What Would happens? Would you like me to to give the rundown as do it as I usually do? Um, in terms of plot, actually, not too too much happened. I think this was more of a character building episode. But uh, you know, we we saw a little bit of Jimmy and Al just chumming around in Chicago. Al being crazy Al, like always. Jimmy apparently has a new lady friend that uh, he's been with. Yeah, that that uh, was fast. It was quick, but picked you know. up some Wisconsin lady. Eh, she was nice looking. I mean, she you was. Know what she got to do. She was a prostitute. It, these things happen. <laughs> I think her prostitution career might be over. But anyways, uh, it, it'll certainly not be perhaps what it once was. But uh, <laughs> as Al said, you know, he got cut in the face too, and he's still beautiful. That's a good point. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Al decided to kind of take charge and try to bully some of the uh, other mobsters in Chicago and take out a bunch of their turf, and it went predictably, and ended up with Jimmy's new lady friend getting slashed in the face with a knife. Everybody's got big face gashes in this, you know. Yeah. Al Capone, Chalky White, Jimmy's well, new Chalky girl. Chalky White. That's just that's just you that's know, his actual just face, how, yeah. how Omar is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I wonder, it'll be interesting if they actually, like, explain that in a plot way at some point. Yes, so that's what happened in Chicago. Uh, we got to see a lot of Nucky and uh, other New Jersey politicians. Uh, get to see Nucky trying to wheel and deal and, and try to make some magic happen to get what he wants from the senator from New Jersey, who used senator to be the governor, Edge. apparently. Walter Evans Edge, twice the governor of New Jersey. Interesting. Nucky um, had to send him the liquor that they did not have at his party, of course. Yeah. Yeah, the Pim's Cup. He needed it. Fighting with New Jersey for road funding. Exactly. I mean, uh, Jersey, Jersey City. City. Yeah. yeah. My favorite quote of the episode, Nucky saying, Jersey City, my balls. <laughs> Is that what you say all the time, being a Hoboken resident? Yeah. Now that I live in Hoboken, I'm always just, like, oh, Jersey City, my balls. You just look to the south and yell yeah. it. I literally look out of my apartment. At Jersey City. I have yes. to go out out on the balcony to see it. And I look at Jersey City. I'm just like, oh, Jersey City, my balls. Jersey City is actually pretty great. Except I want all funding to go to Atlantic City and not Jersey City. Obviously. Indeed. Indeed. Like the true Jersey City trader that you are. <laughs> yes. The only funding you want is to the target in Jersey City. That's it. <laughs> yeah, to keep them open during the coronavirus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we had a bit more of, of Nucky playing politics and... Uh, we also got to see a very strange and confusing relationship begin to form with uh, Lucky Luceroni and Jimmy's mom. Lucky Luceroni? Luciano. Luciano, sorry. Yes, and, and Jimmy's mom, who just gets hotter and hotter every episode. It's I don't know what to say. Quite, I don't know what to make of, of this uh, situation between them, but I guess we'll we'll find out. I don't know. I'm, I'm disturbed. I think Lucky needs to keep his diseased penis away from my girl. <laughs> 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 yeah that whole thing was very odd it's pretty much what's what's happened um yeah you're right i mean now that I, there was some stuff with uh now i forgot her name the woman whose husband got killed in like the very first episode right schroeder yes miss schroeder uh so she you know is working at the store she's delivering stuff for nucky's lady yes indeed so 
I, I think one of the the good scenes of the episode is where she kind of held her own against uh, the senator and the Jersey City mayor at the party. Nucky was quite impressed, and I did not remember her name was Schroeder, so I had to look it up in IMDb and spoiled myself for future oh, plot points, which I won't dagger. tell you oh, about. Sucks. But yes, I will not spoil you too. Terrible. But I was quite annoyed, though. Once I saw it, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, this is the risk we run, you know, 10 years old. But when you have to look on IMDb for something. Yeah, like when you're watching a show that's 10 years old. Uh, But yeah, I I thought her character was interesting. She ends the episode like stealing something from the shop, so I'm interested to see what happens there. But Indeed, indeed. It seems pretty clear that Nucky is quite taken by her. Yes, he's Uh, quite impressed by her, I think, and she is also quite impressed by him. I was very reminded at the end of the episode of the Dumb Girl song from the previous episode. Uh, yes. where, you know, because Nucky's girl, not He's the quite, smartest. quite stupid. Yeah, so. I mean, that's pretty, I think that's pretty much the plot. Like, there really wasn't a lot. Our FBI friend did not make an appearance. He he, he was not in it, no. Nothing about the the feds, unfortunately. I, I thought not enough Atlantic City goodness, too much Chicago. Oh, there was a lot of, you, there was a lot of shots at the boardwalk, I felt like. A little bit, like, at the start and the end. Uh, Babette's looks amazing. Like, I, that needs to exist. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of my favorite thing. Inside, looking like outside, looks like uh, you know riverboat <laughs> ship and stuff. It's a, it's fantastic. Yes, there's some decent AC shots. AC the the like nighttime shot of the pier with all the lights and stuff looked awesome. I think the biggest like the sort of contrast that I thought was kind of amazing was like Chicago looked sort of like gritty and not all that nice, and then AC mm-hmm. is just like the height of class. Which I thought it was just fantastic, incredible. <laughs> Like, I was just watching it think, like, Chicago sucks. They should go back to AC. <laughs> That's cool. He's yeah. going to go to California with his girl, except she can't be an actress anymore. So Yeah, she, yeah, she wanted to be an actress, and then she got her face cut too, up. Too bad. It's not great. But, uh, yeah, so I like the, the Margaret Schroeder at the party. That was good. I thought, you know, Omar, Chalky White, telling his story about his father to the KKK dude was also very good. So Oh, yeah, so uh, I guess... Um, our guy early in the episode, uh, we talked about Mayor Edward L. Bader, not a fan of the KKK. I learned from his Wikipedia, not a fan, mm. spoke out against it. Didn't like them. So I know it's a bold stance. I mean, might've been, did, uh... might've been in 1924. <laughs> well, I can't say about Nucky Johnson, but certainly Nucky Thompson, also not a fan of the KKK needs the, uh, the black vote. Yes, Absolutely. I thought it was it was good. I enjoyed myself watching it as always. I don't think there's too many deep takeaways. Like I said, the plot didn't move too too much. I think it was more of a character building episode, but it was good. Still a good show. Still had to force myself to watch it at midnight last night. You watched yeah. it like sixty five oh. minutes ago, so I watched it right before we came on. But uh, it was well, good. Me and my wife enjoyed it. So it was going to be right right before we came on, and then it took forever for us to actually for yeah. me for one for of you. us to yes. Yeah. I mean, I was 15 minutes late and still got here a half hour before you were ready. Yeah, it's my life. What, are you telling oh. me I shouldn't let Holden take a four-hour nap in the middle of the day? What do you want from no, me? No, need to wake that boy up. That's what, we're pretty good when Timmy goes down at two and is like, I would like to sleep for the rest of the day now. We were like, no, no, that is yeah. not what we do here. Well, he got some shots today, so uh, he was out of it. Anyway, is there anything else you want to talk about before we close up shop? Marty Small, let's do it. No. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll talk about Marty Small next week. Two weeks. And by next week, I mean in two weeks, because yeah. we certainly do not have enough content for <laughs> next week. Watch, something absolutely crazy will happen, like, as soon as we finish this call. Indeed. Like, what? Indeed. 
we will have to come back on immediate and give you guys coronavirus updates because that is what you want. Yeah, Tony Rodeo is going to post to YouTube that they're closing every casino in Atlantic City. Tony Rodeo is going to post on YouTube that they infected every guest that stayed the weekend before <laughs> they closed with coronavirus, in, specifically in the Ocean Tower. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Uh, yeah. There have been multiple places that have suggested, like, let's just infect everybody and then they'll be over with it. Like, over it. Like, wasn't that F1 that some one of the F1 Formula One doctors suggested just, like, infecting all the drivers and then they could just race because they would have already had it? It's uh, an idea. I don't think it's a good one, but there was somebody. There was somewhere else that I saw just today, like made that same suggestion about another. I don't think it was a sport. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, just unreal. I mean, their country's kind of basically trying to do that, and it's not going super well for them. So, yeah, well, it's weird times. Good thing we didn't talk about coronavirus at all this episode. Yeah, good, good non-coronavirus episode. You're all welcome. But. Anyway, we'll talk to you in two weeks. I promise we'll talk less about coronavirus. Probably a lot more will be made clear by then. So hopefully we won't need to. You and Megan watch it? Oh, is he watching it with Megan? Yeah. Uh, she has watched episodes one and four, but uh, not two and three. So she was confused. Mm, Andrea, no interest. Mm. Yeah. No, no, Megan likes it. Although she was confused, I think. And I was like, no, no, that's really not Jimmy's wife. That's his mom. <laughs> yes, it's very confusing. Like, for real. The more you see of her, the younger she seems. She's getting younger and hotter every episode. She really is. She'll be literally 16 by the end of the series. Yeah. She'll, be, winning, she'll be Miss winning America. Winning the Miss America. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is where I was going. Uh, stole your thunder. Pre- preempted it. Yeah, sorry.